Now we're live. Yeah. Sweat Equity Podcast. Thursday morning. Little Tupac. How much Tupac you got, Eric? Can I, I do got, the hotty toddy? Three packs of Tupac. <laughs> do you ever let anybody else do the hotty toddy? Fuck no. Do you want to do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not yet. This is a teaser. We're just, we're just, oh. we slowly get into it, bro. My bad. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, that other voice you're hearing? Just tap me on my knee. What do you want to go when by? When you're ready. John Under Paul? the table. John Paul? JP? Yeah, yeah. yeah JP, John what Paul, pre- whatever. What do you prefer? I don't know. Is it weird that I don't have a preference anymore? I know. Because no. some I use people. Both. Yeah. My kids use both on you. I kind of just gone by, honestly, <laughs> people in my life, what they say. Like, so when I was growing up, Honestly, like, all my friends would call me John Paul, and then all the people that weren't my friends called me JP. <laughs> I remember no when we first met how pretentious I thought it was. This wildly exactly. interesting stuff and more yeah, <laughs> coming yeah. up. I, we want to talk about your uh, your business as a uh, Tampaniac production uh, pictures. Picture. Pro- <laughs> hey man, this is what happens. We on couldn't decide either. Well, it's y'all's it's y'all's uh, business together. Uh, well, the production is is the comedy video side of it, and okay. then the pictures is like the commercial and you know uh, small business kind of side of it. Okay. So. Yeah, but we're gonna talk a little video, film production, that kind of stuff, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna give a little love to our sponsor before you get to the hotty toddy. Okay. Uh, Fresh Books. We're gonna be pimping Fresh Books pretty much a lot this quarter. Yeah, I speak in quarters. Um, Look, FreshBooks, you need you need some accounting software. Like people, I, I keep talking to people now, and now I'm curious, and you'd be surprised how many people do it in Excel. Um, don't you do your your accounting in Excel? I to be honest, I deleted FreshBooks like what last year. Thanks, but thanks for uh, being back in here. <laughs> this is what this is for, is because you're getting me back on to you know the right path and getting my business back on track, which you've already helped a lot, like Eric's got my website we'll, do, we'll do some live advice uh in a minute but we'll fresh, talk look, about why I you need to get it. back on fresh books because it is a premier accounting software <laughs> our listeners get a free 30-day trial uh gofreshbooks.com forward slash sweat like he sweat getting you nasty gofreshbooks.com forward slash sweat get that 30-day trial look you get the hookup Holler if you hear me. Uh, we can sign me up on FreshBooks live right now. Oh, there's How riveting better. would that be? <laughs> Eric's got Let's the computer in front of forms yeah. online. What a great show that'll be. Yeah. Right <laughs> and I'm going to do my, uh, I'm going to clip my toenails. So this is going to be a good show. I'm really excited. Um, you ready? Give it whenever you want. This is how I would do it. Adi tari. Over. You can do it short thumbs up. It doesn't have to be long. That's what the girls say. That's <laughs> that's what the girls say about wieners like, or the hotty toddy. The hotty toddy, of uh, course, dude. It uh, applies across the gamut of things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's um, it's uh, we need a war cry. That's that's basically kind of part. Okay, of Okay, I've never done it, so maybe. If I do it for real, maybe I'll appreciate it a little bit more. Just Give come it. back, just work on it, like okay. practice I'll, I'll it every here. day in the mirror for like twenty minutes a day, and then like three months from now, come back and then we'll do it. No, it I takes think, a lot oh, of effort. Yeah, but I, I want to see what you got now. Let's see where All you right, start. Right. Try. Right. Can we tell everybody to cover their ears no. right now and plug? It's a podcast. Just, just move your mouth back while you do it. Ah, 
Ugh. That's why I hate it. It sounds that, that bad every time. That hurt. Um, I hate it too. All right. God. So, uh, where do you want to go? Where do you want to start? Where do your We've problems been, begin? Well, mm. you're in this office, oh uh, hanging out and working from here, and I think. Sorry, I'm messing with the Mevo camera. Oh boy, a lot of cuts going on. The cropping. Uh, yeah, I might have to hand this over to Eric. Okay. Uh, People are tuning. So the um, look, the Mevo camera is awesome. It's just it. I it's I have such bad ADD. It's hard for me to focus uh, on the direction of that if it's not doing it automatically. I want to get the Mevo camera because you know. Um, we film weddings. There you go. And doing some kind of live stream of the wedding is something that I got to add on there. That's like it just an extra option for for my couples that could be awesome. I mean, so many people are live streaming on Facebook and all that stuff nowadays that it's almost like a must. Like why aren't I got an idea for you too uh, as a good part of the sell. If you have that as part of your package, you might be able to tell the bride and groom that they don't have to invite as many people. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. Because well, we watched our buddy uh, who's been on the show, uh, mustache owner, uh, David Weingarten, comedian, Cigar City Comedy. His yep. business is mustache. No, Must he doesn't ash. have a mustache. Well, I think we're going to have to grow mustaches uh, if he's a retainer client of ours. But um, what's it called? He, he did his wedding. It was just him and his wife. Um, and they live streamed the whole thing. And I was like, I don't want to play. I don't want to do a Jewish joke here. Wine garden, but <laughs> you're really you're really pinching pennies here. <laughs> Just flipping the uh, no, it's technology. You're right. Like, sure, you cheap bastard. So that I think that's a good way to help. Um, you might be able to kind of your job is not just videographer. It's a trust thing where I think they want to see that you're thinking ahead to to how to kind of calm them down or w- reduce the amount of stress. Yeah. So that might be a good thing to go. Hey. You know, if we live stream this, you know, you don't have to invite as many people. Or you could actually, quote unquote, See, invite more people right. to watch online. It's like, oh, look how many people were included in this. And really, they don't include that many people. It's That's brilliant, dude. That's an angle that I didn't even think of. I was just like, I thought I should just be doing it. But yeah, no, they could save save money that, on the amount of people yeah. they invite. <laughs> because otherwise, if you, all right, let's say you stop there. Um, let's say you stop without you say uh, you know we can live stream it right and you stop right there then the incentive it turns into almost a penalty for them in their brain uh, because that's another that's like live TV to a lot of people right mm-hmm. so like you it, you turn this into a good thing before their uh, lizard brain turns it into a, a shitty thing mm-hmm. uh, like, this is like art of war uh, or like what is it? <laughs> Not art of the deal. Trump stuff. Yeah. We've been talking a lot about business development stuff and how to get better at some of that, some some of this process, right? I just think like there's a way to kind of curve a conversation without being corny. You're not manipulating anybody, but you want to put it in their ear before they can make a snap decision on something they don't really know about. Well, it also goes to like the. Um when it comes to closing and stuff like that, I know you as a person, obviously, that you kind of almost not feel bad, but like it's might be awkward for you and that sort of thing. So like not just the Mevo camera live stream stuff that you can turn into a positive thing. You know, you could turn it into a positive thing for both you and them, you mm-hmm. know, where you can be like, OK, no, this is actually a benefit for you and for me, obviously, sort of thing. So. Y- 
kind I'm of mental tricks. Yeah, no, it's perfect. I'm actually, th- I'm still percolating <laughs> on the idea of if you're pitching it to somebody that you're going to save money on the amount of guests you're going to have, right? Because you're going to live stream it. But what if you had a live stream guest experience <laughs> where like you got like some kind of live stream hooked up to somebody kind of like a GoPro head mount. No they're boy. sitting there eating dinner at the table. <laughs> they're talking with the creepy okay. okay. Well, you're talking about the like, you it know, depends okay. on the group like arrested development. They're they on the, the dance uh, floor. They had the the guy uh as the um the proxy. Uh-huh. He just walked around with a, a camera on his head and the dad acted as he was he would say everything the dad told him to say. Yeah, yeah, who is it? Say Bob Bob Einstein. Einstein. <laughs> Super <laughs> Dave. Yeah. What? Super Dave. Uh Depends on the crowd. That's my, exactly my what I'm wedding, talking about. My wedding, um, let's see, someone got a DUI and someone overdosed on cocaine. So I think... Live stream. I don't think... Um, <laughs> In the bathroom. D- you're going to have to CPR. adjust for the crowd. Say OD'd. OD'd. <laughs> Somebody died? No, oh, I'm what laughing. Did I say? Yeah, OD'd. Then, then they were just partying. Yeah. He drove himself to the hospital from coke. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> but I was like... What Anybody are you going to do, wait around? <laughs> You're the best driver out there right yeah, now. Exactly. I was <laughs> going to say, like, time's ticking, guys. Like, the ambulance is going to be here in two, <laughs> two seconds, guy. What is taking so long? Do you guys need me to streamline these forms or something? It's huh? the cocaine. Look, it, 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 that conversation, like, adding that into there, I, it's not going to really, you, they're probably not going to pull the trigger on it because they will think about it later and, and kind of probably maybe go, eh, unless it's just a static for the, the actual uh, uh, ceremony. Yeah. But, like, <clears throat> I think, and that's easy to do, and I think, you know, you could suggest it, and they may like it in that meeting, and they may sign, but when it comes down to it, they, they might not, just because a lot of people are very skittish about it. I think it's more important that it shows that, it'll sh- it sh- somehow shows experience, and that you're forward-thinking, you're proactive, because my thing on the, when I was doing my wedding, I don't know about y'all, or y- oh. you, um, but, like... My thing was like, I just don't want to be interrupted by any of this. Like, I want you to do it, but I like don't really want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to have to worry about it. I'm gonna call your. I'm actually gonna call the re- references you have, which a lot of people don't do. It's surprising to me. Um, it's extra work. Why would you want to do extra work? Well, you're, it's expensive. Not. I mean, not to uh, not saying you are expensive uh, comparatively. I'm saying that. It for a wedding that it starts adding up, you know. Mm-hmm. And we went with this film crew that we just liked their style. It looked cinematography, you know, looked like kind of a Nolan movie almost. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, they didn't really get the shots we wanted at the end of the day. Oh, really? Yeah, but we didn't give them any direction. You know, you have to be like bang, 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 bang. I don't know. I think Here's a wedding a videography. Sh- I mean, a wedi- wedding videographer should. You shouldn't have to give them a shot list. Like they, there's. If you I mean want, if you want a certain shot, though, right? Yeah. It, it was shots outside of kind of the realm of normal. I yeah, would say. I get that, but I mean, really, it's like if you're a videographer, you should be able to see what's happening and say that's the shot. You know, like to expect you ha- you a, a the bride and groom to come up with shots. Like that's not something that needs. Uh, they're not gonna know what looks good necessarily, or. But I, you know I thought I, I know because we did sketches. So I'm well, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got this. Look, what's your pun? What is your punch list? Let me yeah. see this production schedule. It's like anything. Once you do it a bunch and you get to know the routine of the day, and then you have all the shots in your head. Like I have hundreds of shot ideas in my head. But then you know the day of when I see it on the fly, and I'm like, oh, there it is, and then I can get it. You know. But 
um, we just film so much. Like, it's hard to, like, be, like, you know, exact on what we're going to get the day of because it's so different every time. But we we just practice just filming as much as we can and as, you know, and doing Coverage. as good as we can. Yeah. Like, just getting the awesome shots and just having that creative eye every time that we go and shoot. And, like, honestly, if you're not into it, like, if you're – being shitty that day or yeah. something's going wrong, like it's gonna come across in the camera. Like it totally really? does, which is crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah crazy. I, I really feel like I think like a negative person or like somebody that's just just does, not being into people it. or whatever, like they're not gonna film good like at all. They're not gonna capture what you should be capturing. According to our personality test, Eric is very negative. Hateful. But he's a good videographer, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm negative. <laughs> Pessimistic. <laughs> I would love where they would put me on that the chart. I was like, I don't think that's that bad. I was like, it was like you uh, hate everything <laughs> that is presented to me. It was that I just think everything's going to be shitty. That's what it is. <laughs> no, that's positive. Um, that's <laughs> referring to the test. Uh, if you guys want to hear that, that's like probably what two months back. Yeah. Uh, in the episodes, the the A APQ, APQ. Advanced Personality Questionnaire. Um, John Paul, you should think about taking one. It Find actually, out what we, you're good at. We <laughs> lamented taking it, and now I probably think about it a little bit every day since. Uh, yeah, because it 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 was pretty accurate. I still think it. I probably should have taken it with a, not like a bunch of stuff to do right after that. Right, because I I may have rushed it, um, or just been tired or not in a good like your true self mindset. But mm-hmm. It'll help you figure out what you're good at. It's hard to assess yourself all the time because you, as a business owner, you're, you're the uh, the owner operator, right? So yes. you're doing a lot of stuff, and it's you have a good OCD <laughs> where you cleaned up yeah. this office. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. Buddy. That's a good OCD. Like I'm Coming fine for with one that. podcast. Clean the whole office. Yeah. Like if you had to do like if you had to turn around in your chair three times every time you spoke, like that would be annoying. But I'm cool with the OCD where you clean the shit out of the place. I love that one. It's not a right angle. It's a wrong angle. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's a lot of pain behind that smile. Uh. No, uh, I would say, um, where's I going with this? Oh, let's uh, let's uh, let's go into like we've been talking business development, right? And I think a lot of people struggle with this. None of us in this room are are badass salesmen, like coffee for closers. You know, uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, just coming in there like Alc Baldwin. Yeah, we lack that great white shark. Put your uh, eyes gloss over and just get exactly. the sale done, sort of thing. So we remain humans when we talk to people. I can do it. I've done it before. I think Eric has as well. Yeah, um, that was good too. That's I had to believe. Well, first things good. first. If, if people are listening to this and it's not their own business or their own side thing, but they are doing business development, kind of hate it. It for me, it was about I have to believe in what I'm selling. Right? Yeah, for sure. So I worked for an air purifier company, and the product worked. It was actually good. And the price was fair compared to what was out there. Uh, so I didn't have a problem being like, being kind of proud to talk about it. Um, I worked for Sola Salon Studios, where I was uh, talking to stylists about doing leases. And I actually believe that is a really great uh, concept business-wise. And it's all about empowering... A, a bunch of women to run their own business. I do fully believe I drink the Kool-Aid. Um, so that made it easier once I accepted that's what I'm putting out there. The problem when it's your own thing mm. is you're, you're thinking that you 
I'm going to guess. This is what I have, too, a little bit, is I've got holes in my game, and I don't, I don't want to over-promise something, but I'm probably being too hard on myself. Yeah, right? insecurity so starts to play in a little for bit. For sure, but <clears throat> does what you just said work the same way with create being creative and you know being an artist in a way and you know i use that you know i i do consider myself somewhat of an artist because you know we come up with concepts you know out of thin air and then we film them and we put together a, a piece you know and but it, it could I'll, I'll i hate everything i do <laughs> so yeah. for you to say like to be confident well, and like and i am and i understand that but like when like i wish <clears throat> That I could just do my work, put my time uh, and as much time I want to put into that one project, get it to where I want to be, and just be done with it. But for me, like, it's never done. Like, my projects are never done. Just like probably when you did stand up, and like, it's like your jokes and things are never actually done. And like, I just kind of. I have a problem being confident in something that I'm not done with in a way. You know what I mean? So, so, well, I want to try to help you with this. And being short and fat my whole life. It's hard to be that's, completely I can't help you with that. confident in yourself <laughs> in anything 100%. And that's just a I'm truth, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying confidence overall with yourself. I'm saying confidence in, let's call the service a product in this situation, it, confidence in your product, what, what you're hawking, right? Yeah. You're not a huckster. You're not sure. selling snake oil. But so that's that's the other extreme. Would you be like in comedy? Would you be like I'm the funniest dude in the world? I am a hilarious and I never. But I wasn't my own agent, you know. So I wasn't. That's a different thing. You stand up. It, it's an artistic kind of endeavor that I feel like I knew was a negative game until it, it's going to take could take twenty years until you really make something out of it. Mm -hmm. Like my plan. In the future was something like really try to do stand up and maybe do corporate shows, but I can actually talk business, which no no comic can. So it's kind of that's a niche I want to try to carve out eventually, but I got to work on some kind of act that fits that model. Yeah. Um, and this in this show helps with that. So you know, doing all these side things, it all kind of it all kind of helps. Well, out. Gaffigan did a show for the Pope. That's kind of crossing over into. Yeah, or well, I mean, that's slightly <laughs> crossing over. <laughs> right, we'll do it for an alien, right? But Gaffigan gets paid by probably like Dow Chemicals to do their event or whatever, and gets paid a lot. But he's just doing his act. I want to do something that's kind of uh, we can actually talk business, and I'm good at improving a lot of this stuff. So I'm gonna I want to improv, try to help you with some of these things we've been talking about, and I, in a weird way, the operation side of you. If you work on the processes so they're so tight, you'll have confidence in the business development side. If if your stuff is so tight in process, and we by no means are are uh, Six Sigma <laughs> lean guys yet, but when I did start going, okay, I need to dedicate a lot of my time each week to working on this slowly um, because we have so many services and we have so many contractors out there. It it it'll hurt your brain just because there's too many things to remember. Um, so speaking of the creative, right? I have no problem now going, I know the logo process backwards and forwards. I've done the research on other people. Um, I know we can usually nail it in three rounds of design. Um, that first, after that first round of concepts, we'll do five concepts for you. 
after that, I want to see your face when we do this meeting. So I'm not just going to email them to you. These things, like these little tweaks over time, like that thing where I have to see their face, I want the Malcolm Gladwell blink thing, that happened out of just trial and error, right? Because back to the, a lot of people just send off logos and there's no presentation, there's no story. So in the same, same respect, over time, you're, you'll figure out, we talk about video with this show, all right, we need, we need to find a camera like this that could edit for us, essentially, or, or we're editing while we're going. Um, and that saves a lot of time. Otherwise, we weren't going to do video because it's too time consuming. Yeah. And do thank God we do. Yeah. It's very, uh, very helpful. People and we're going like to get, it. and then we're going to get better with People it. People do like it? I guess so. We're going to get better with it. Face. I don't know. We're going to, we're going to add graphics to it. We're going to add other cameras. We're going to keep, you know, continuous improving the process of, uh, of live streaming. Um, yeah, it's like don't let it get overwhelming. It's it's okay to figure one thing out at a time. You right. know, you don't need to say, "Well, I'm never gonna get all of it done." If you figure out the one thing, that frees you up time to do that next little thing. You know, like for you with we were talking about um, whatever form DocuSign stuff we were talking about yesterday. Yeah, and so you were sending PDF contracts. I, saying, I send them a contract, and I say, "Please print out, sign, scan." And email back to us, <laughs> right? Which is a huge uh, impediment for the just for close like people, uh, you know. Until you get that check, it's not real, you know. So like, just that impediment for them to have to go through that—that's one more thing that they got to do. It's a little I bit would annoying. Be, I would for be them. annoyed, right? And so we want to close that gap of the lag time between. Mm-hmm. It's twenty minutes to send that email the way you were doing it before. I'm sure, right? Uh, type something up, attach the PDF send it over, but then, um, you know, you have to double back on whatever you're doing at the moment. So if you're in editing mode, you're in post mode for um, for another wedding, you don't want to have to double back and reset your brain to go do administrative work, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't w- work that way. I, I can't, that's the whole thing for me is that, say, a couple, like yesterday, four leads came in yesterday. Okay. My day shot. Like I'm not getting any creative stuff done for the most part, like because mean? I feel like I have to be like because if we're trying to do a one day close or we're trying to you know I, I need to be just focused in on these people. Um, I, I just I can't go in f- out and out of being creative like that, and it's hard for me to like to really find that groove of when I'm creative. It's usually four to six in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's like well, when I a, really can get some good editing done. A I don't buy that because you can. Yeah, uh, you just you've got to put pressure on yourself to do it. Um, and I, I know, I know you can do it cause I had to figure that out too. Right. I have to be able to f- flip into a, a legal conversation and then change my brain and go into creative mode. I mean, just this podcast, I, this is creative right here. You know, yeah. we were sitting in there working on computers yeah. before we started, we got to turn it on, you know, sort of thing. It's the same idea. Yeah. I was uh, right before that. I was looking over a legal doc, and right before that, I was doing a follow-up call. It's all doable, but if you if you're already selling your brain out on that, you'll never be able. No, to I, I'm with you. You can't just put it out there and say it. Like verbalizing it is kind of it is kind of putting it into action. Like, I, I mean, how do you do it? Is it like a physical switch in your head that you're just like, obviously? Well, I think it's confidence, not physical for you. I mean, because like you're sitting there, I can't do that. I can't go right. from creative to administrative. You can. 
but you're you're telling yourself you can't, be, and then now you've already lost. So mm-hmm. you just got in. It seems that all of it's going back to confidence, but like, why do I think I'm going to fail at everything? Right. That see, you got to do some personal stuff as well because if you are most of the business, everything goes through you. So if you're not, but that fuels my fire. I don't want to fail. <laughs> so it's like, no, that's good. That's you know, fine. It's like use that, man. But it's like I want to be better than the last time. Okay. You know, every time. I think what I just did, be, like I finished something, it sucks. I'm going to be way better the next time. All right, yeah, that's that's really good. I, continuous improvement all, all the time. But are you really like writing down what those things are? Or are you just saying, let's get better? Yeah. Are you taking steps to make it better well, quantifiably? Or are you just being like, yes. was this one better or not? But there's just so many things. But yes, mm-hmm. I have lists on lists. Like I write on my hand. Like you do, which is what? What is that? When you already make lists of things, and then I write on my hand lists. I only write things on my hand like um, pick up baby f- formula. Like those, uh, those are not business notes. Those are always like your wife's gonna get mad at you if you don't. You just get, started doing this. I've been doing no, it since high school. I've been doing it on my hand forever, but it's never been business. It's never been work stuff on my hand, unless it's like crazy important and I'm out you know uh, out having drinks with people for work that yeah. night you know? sign my hand contract now <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be like you gotta send this check you gotta pay someone or like uh, make sure to follow up from what this guy said those kind of things but typically the things I write in my hand are like running an errand I would love to know like Stuff you what, can that, wash off. what that right. test you took would say about guys that write on their hand I mean there's one or two things like you're Completely slow and well, you're, but you're deflect you're deflecting all of this conversation yeah, yeah. now. Let's let's get look continuous improvement, right? So you're writing lists. Are you looking back at the list? Yes, I love crossing things off a list. That's probably like top five things Pleasures. that I love doing most. Now and popping pimples. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna Just push. Move on I'm from gonna that, I guess <laughs> <laughs> you're the one that's weird about pimples. Uh, there's a whole subculture on YouTube of people popping pimples. It's weird. I've actually gone to the. I've gone as far as you can go, and I'm I'm coming back. It's it's <laughs> <laughs> went to a fourth dimension. It's what with the pimple popping. You time yeah. traveled. I've seen as worse as you can get, and I'm over. You're it. over it. Okay. So gross. Ugh. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Dude, show Eric right. a pimple on your back. Let's watch his eyes light up. Me? Here's gonna be a suggestion. I'm gonna give you. You're not gonna do it, but uh, if for the listeners that are having this same kind of scattered problem, get this live-scribed notebook. It's a Bluetooth notebook. Now, if you link it up, you, I think it's one-time setup. I don't know. Yeah, no, it, it works. It's it's not even really a setup. It's just hook it to your phone. It's, it's mm-hmm. super simple. Bluetooth pin. And if people are like, I lose a pin all the time. Yeah, so do I, but not when it's a $200 pin. It's I yeah. I have this is the same one I've had for four years I think three to four years yeah um, I got Eric one as well and or the company did uh, and it's a Bluetooth notebook that can also record um, so you hit audio. record on here oh no way yeah there's a little audio button on the piece of paper yes. yeah but you have it on your phone like so I mean like you have an audio recorder we yeah but no. It's just a piece of paper with a little no, symbol. No, no, it's, it, it's, it's telling the pen to record. The pen, know, the pen is reading the paper. It's not like mm-hmm, the paper mm-hmm. has circuit boards in it. And if you get really OCD with it, which you may, um, you can like annotate 
things. You can tag stuff. You can uh, star, flag, whatever. I would tell you, get this, get this, and then what it does is now you can push it to Evernote or OneNote, and it'll take your handwriting and put it into the text form. Mm-hmm. So you're, all the notes, all these lists you're writing, you're going between offline and online. I do it too. It's not ideal. And mm-hmm. I just was like, I just asked Eric, I was like, I got to get a wonder list. I got to start using this because my system blew up. I, di- I didn't use it for like three days or a week or something a while back and then just never got back on track. And I was writing all these lists and now they're all over the place and it's just messy. I've tried to tell him about Wonderlist, the app. And uh, you, you do have an Android phone. I don't know if that was the problem. I don't recall why you didn't get it. But Dude, so <clears throat> I'm, I must be like old school because like at my desk at home, I'll have, you know, a, I'll have my list right here. And I'll, they're kind of like categorized. Like I'll have like, you know, like uh, f- like future project things that I want to get done. And then like my clients, my leads that I need to follow up with all the hot people. <laughs> and then, you know, like all the other to do stuff. Having it right in front of me on pieces of paper is so much quicker for my brain to just be like, what, boom, look at it. It's almost like looking at the hand is so much quicker than going into my phone, like looking into an app and well, like looking around and like it, tooling a, around on an app. Get a tablet just for your task manager. Mm-hmm. I would write shit on the walls if I could just like, no, my notes are there. I'm like, it don't look, need yeah, it. No, oh, what I'm saying that. is this is a backup. This yeah. isn't the overall going to – it's not going to save – it's not going to... Um, the backup thing is huge. I use this as a backup mostly right now. Um, if I was smart, I would take you know a couple of hours and really learn everything to push over. So you can push it to Evernote and one, uh, OneNote, and then it, that can push out to integrated stuff. A Zendu was my old task manager. I think Wonderlist will do it. Um, all these task managers, which again, backup, because there's urgent, uh, ur- urgent and important, you ever seen that Eisenhower uh, matrix of tasks? This is yeah. You should pay attention to this. I, this yeah. Urgent yeah. and important. Self-explanatory, but it, it it is. It's really dumb, but it it actually it helps you compartmentalize a lot of stuff. So you have urgent and important. You have non-urgent. Sounds dumb, but important. It, when you see it, it's a little tic tac toe boxy. You, you have made. urgent, not uh, not important, which is like, you know, you have to pee. And then, I don't know. That's important, though. Um, yeah. Don't hold your pee. Non-urgent, non-important. And a lot of people don't put stuff in this bucket because you think everything that's coming in is non-urgent, non-important. Everything and I say is important. I would say a lot of people, I would put time in there, right? What's non-urgent, non-important? Probably spending too much time on Instagram or something like that. I would, I would say just because it's not a task doesn't mean it can't go in that bucket. And you just go, well, am I getting something out of this somehow, work-wise, if you are stressed about everything going on? But as far as your task list that you're writing out, if you start figuring out, okay, what's in this bucket, what's in this one, and what's in this one, it will help you compartmentalize on the fly mm-hmm. a lot better. So that's one little trick. I think it's called the Eisenhower Matrix. Um where do you put creativity in that box? What like time for wh- where does that go? Like time to just think about projects or just come up with new ideas. So um, there's a couple ways I l- I look at this. I don't, I don't know if Eric has anything. Um, go ahead. You I, so me? you have to create time. Uh, you do have to create time to let your brain breathe, but it has to be like kind of fixed time, right? 
So if you do meditation or you, uh, honestly, if you're worried about your, your weight, make that time part of your creative time, right? Go for a walk. Walks are awesome. I just went on a walk m- partly to get something to eat, but partly just to kind of get my brain kind of ready to come on air and talk about stuff. Um, what are we going to talk about? What, you know, what would this conversation be like? And then you get these, it's weird, you get a lot of ideas that way. Yeah, I, think that, I, I like that. As a fat person in OCD, like I could, I love the idea of w- I could wake up in the morning and just like take a walk and just think about my day and like plan minutes. it out to the T, write things on my hand as I walk. If you have this yeah. pen, there's a, like a, a handheld notebook version that you can walk with. Sometimes I'll do that. I'll turn off the phone, take this Apple Watch off, whatever, just try to get away from anybody trying to contact me. I call it old man, old Jewish man walks. Because I just go around and go, fair <laughs> about like, what? Oh, why is this yeah. this way? Oi! Like, and but then I'll write it down. Either that's going to be a joke, or I'll use it as a metaphor for work when I'm trying to explain something. Um, and y- you do have to like make sure to shut down and do that. I don't know if you, ha- you have a problem doing that. So for you, you say creative time. Are you talking about time to think about where you want to go with a video or? Others or ideas for future videos. Yeah, I mean, like the scripting, the actual, like you know, like the the project we're doing this month. Mm-hmm. We're we're doing a uh, company uh, named Formex. We're doing their kayak that they have, and they have a floating work dock that goes around, like uh, you know, like at a, at a marina. You go around the boats and stuff, and you know, just coming up with out of nowhere. You know, we had the kayak and we had this this floating dock, and we had to come up and script. You know, an idea for for their commercials, um, that and there's no there's no time. I feel like there's there's really there's no limit on how long that can take necessarily. Sure, there is. Put a limit on it. <laughs> Set aside time. We have an hour to do this. I hate yeah. doing that. I mean, yeah, but then yeah, it but puts urgency right. on it, and then you have to get it done. You're right. It you and I, we get together. You know, we're buddies, so like we're hanging out. Like it, it's not easy to stay on I task. Think, uh, the deadlines. <sighs> Even like me, so I set deadlines like every, usually like every week, every month. I'll have some big deadlines. Maybe just starting deadlines every day. I need deadlines like every day, like doing. I feel like you telling yourself their deadlines might be a, a negative thing. Right, like I've always worked that way though. Like or, I think uh, it, it comes with the way I've been. Like ever since school, everything. Like I've always just kind of waited till the last minute, got the project done, and like, the, like when you tried to do stand up and you wrote it on a napkin, and, and it's, while it, other it, people it, were doing this. It's so that's so cliche too. It's I f- I feel like the biggest that's idiot for that. I'll, I'll give you leeway on the stand. And I don't even want to tell you what I. I'm not going to tell you. Oh no no no! We I can't, can't even, say that. Can't tell you what I went up and said. I mean, don't it, worry about it. Repeating a stand-up act, trust me, doesn't really work <laughs> that well. Even if it's good jokes that work on stage, um, they don't work that well on the podcast. Sometimes, I would say. Look at my dick. Look, look, but you're already creating outs. That whole that whole explanation, you've already created a bunch of outs. Like I can't. It's hard. I don't know. Here's how I look at it. I'll tell you how I look at it. I don't know how how y- you do, but like I just try to go, okay, what do I got coming? I'll be in the car. I try to u- utilize all the time I have. Um, be just because I'm kind of I probably maxed out too much right now, but it, it's not anything I can really control um, at the moment. Eventually, I'll be able to kind of cr- have this time to let my brain breathe so I can be more creative. But the way I kind of look at it is, I call it flex time, right? So you're not working, 
but you're not not working. All right. Uh, a lot of people sit in the zone at home after after they come home from the office. Uh, I would say I try to get home, but if I'm gonna wash the dishes, I'm gonna okay. What can I think about now? Uh, this I literally do this now. What can I think about while I'm washing the dishes uh, creatively, or what's coming up? And there's business creative. I think you're thinking too much in the artistic creative. There's business creative, like problem solving, I think. And then there's uh, there's like more artistic creative, which, you know, you, you kind of, you have to be born with that a little bit, I think. But you can hone it into like, I, c I just, I'll just use lo the logo example a little bit more. It's like, or, or how about this? I can do, I can create like ad campaigns on the fly a little bit, right? So I can sit with someone and they can go, hey, I, I want to do Facebook ads. And you go, okay. Uh, now I have kind of a little bit of a, a creative template. Okay. Wh who's the audience? Okay. All right. It's, um, it's divorced women. Okay. All right. Let okay. So this is a moving company. Let's, let's do it for divorced women. Let's do something empowering for the divorced women. What can we do? And then you kind of just keep snowballing ideas, spitballing them out there, and you try to go, okay, what have I seen other moving companies do? That's the other thing, too. Business creatives, like the creative for business stuff, right, doesn't have to reinvent the wheel. You can literally, like, it, everybody kind of templates from each other. And I feel like your, your creative for your stuff is not, you don't have to do a lot of it. Like, yes, you have this commer these commercials that you got to do, you and I, we've already basically scripted it out. But in general, if you're preparing for a wedding video, the quote-unquote creative part of it is you editing and going through it. So, like, to say that you need creative time might not be the best way for you to think, I think about it, it is. mentally. And I, I think it 100% is. And I don't think that many people, even you guys, can't relate to what I'm talking about. So, like, honestly, if I'm, I'm just here to tell people, like... I feel the same way. Like stepping up to a project, um, and just coming up with the the way it's going to be, and trying to make it completely original um, and better than what you've done before. For some reason, even after you've got it filmed, you could have it. I could have it scripted, filmed. We've we've done it all, and now it comes down to putting this piece of work together. It's dude. There's something about it for me like stepping up to the plate now and being like i'm gonna knock this out of the park and um i don't know i think that it does come in waves like with me it creativity does come in waves and i have been the last year i've been really keeping you know notice to when that comes and i and i jump on it like when i'm creative i'll get like tons of projects done and what's and it's just weird like that i don't know but like there are i've i've definitely talked to people that have that same feeling um and I don't I'm know. I'm not what saying it, it doesn't exist. I'm saying you can reprogram yourself because I used I'm, to have I a lot of. That. I'm ready. I wanna. I wanna just be editing all well, day, like pumping projects out. Like well, that would be. What awesome. you're doing is you're making it so overwhelming. Yeah. I am. I am you, overwhelmed a little bit. Like just take it in chunks. That's a good way to break down a lot of a lot of big things. You go okay. I, here's how I, I'll write a joke and I'll make the comparison for for the like editing wedding video because the editing the post on uh, the the video production side, that's the killer of time. And that's the killer of creativity because you're doing so many just robotic, just sitting there, going through, categorizing, like just, yeah. it is it is math, you know, uh, most of it. 
Um, I would say, I write a joke. I'll say something funny. I'll write it down. And then I'll go, okay, I got to I gotta hammer this out into a bit. And then I'll write a little bit before it, a little bit after it. Right? So how did I get to this part? I, I need to create a story, essentially. Um, Which is what kind of you do. You're storytelling. That's what you're doing, right? So you have act one, two, and three. Now you you try to find, <laughs> you try to remember the money shot, right? Because while you're shooting, you know you caught something great. So that's your that's your that's something you build around. That's where you start, right? Yes, for sure. That so you you find these anchor pieces and you go act one, two, and three, right? So you're compartmentalizing all this stuff because every wedding video should have a one, two, three. I'm mm -hmm. sure you do that, right? Yeah. Just like any story. Uh, it's formulaic. Th I think a lot of creativity is more math than it gets credit for in this respect. So, okay, now you have act one, two, and three. Now, what is it about... All right, so you got the ceremony. You got, you got something great. Well, that's what I was going to say is a wedding is, is the same basically every time. You know, you've got the, you got the setup. You go visit the bride. Boom, boom, boom. It's, you know... Almost every one that you and I have done is going to be the same sequence one way or another with some added pizzazz, you know? So, like, I think for you, maybe divi it's dividing up this overwhelming thing, like figuring out what the different parts are and addressing them one at a time. And you sense. haven't done as much of the looking at footage and the editing of the wedding videos as I have. Um, and every video oh. is, every person is different. Every Every occasion is different. And that's something that I bring to the table, I think, is that you know, I experience every every event through my eyes, and I and there's shots that I don't get at other weddings. There's things that happen. People do goofy things. We're not there and yet. Like they're We're all not even talking about that yet. You're already <laughs> you're already trying to buy out mm -hmm. out of this. Yeah. Why it's no, so no. it's so much. So I want to know. I, I have a question for you. So Eric's, back to the Eric's worked with you on this. I haven't, but I can understand. I get it. You I know? pride myself in not being as formulaic with the wedding videos, and every video is different for me. It's every video. Look, is you're stressed out because you're not coming up with yeah. a formula you know like you Th need it's to, true it's true and it's chaos and the chaos is what's causing you the stress like you, to have something to go back to to have that comfort i bet i that. can figure out the act one two three act one it's them getting prepared it's uh shots around not always exterior you, no look look it's a it's setting right it's setting up setting the table I sometimes sure. start with the reception shots at the very end of the day and then that that is the exception to the rule probably. it's almost like thinking about how you know like inception or like how you know, Christopher Nolan, like, does the time jumps and all that stuff. Yeah, but is it the outcome? You're doing all this work to make it so unique in that in that kind of editing way? I don't know if the audience necessarily... Yeah, it's you're yeah. not. That's not serving the the story to put it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not. Oh, they were married the whole time, sort of. If they were like my like, favorite I movies, I didn't mean to say like my favorite movies, Memento. Like, and then you <laughs> cut it up that way. Then yeah, that totally. But like oh, most people that. are fine with one, two, three act setting ceremony. Some you know, people after. want it, you know, to be in order like that, you know. But uh, but no one's like, man, fuck that guy's. Uh, uh, his what Perfect he did representation for us. <laughs> right. of our day. Right, like, you're overthinking it for your audience. What I think you need to think about is creating, like, making areas of the day your own creative. T like, stop worrying about the stuff that's going to happen anyways. Don't worry about like the the ceremony that sort of thing. Where can you be creative? You know, mm -hmm. like the photo shoots that usually the bride and groom have. 
before or after a ceremony when they're first together in their gown, uh, like wedding dress and tuxedos, that sort of thing. That's I know a time when you can be creative with what you're shooting. So you can relate that to your editing process. People might be wondering what I mean, like what I'm saying when you feel creative. So uh, my question, I have a question for you. When you're when you're writing jokes and and doing comedy stuff, do you ever just get this feel? Do your nipples ever get hard when you write a good joke, or you know it's there and you can feel it? One nip gets hard. The okay. other one, the other one's dead. It's dead to me. <laughs> okay, that that's the feeling I'm talking about. Is like when I'm. It's sometimes I can. I'm when I'm editing. I'm in. I can. I can feel it. I yes. can feel it sure. where it needs to be. So and it's like way, I'm in that mood. Where I when something hits right, I'm like, mm, that's where it needs to be. Oh, like just getting that feeling, Look, dude. That, and sometimes sure. you don't want to have that feeling, or I don't know what. But I was just telling Eric this morning, if I sat down and did what I used to do, write 20 minutes every day, I, I'd be so much better at not only the stand up. I, I, you know, well, I thought the, I thought the police were outside. Uh, the I I'd be so much better at my like having the act, which. Right now, it's kind of on the side. It's on the sidelines, but I still like writing. It's good for my brain. Um, it's an exercise, just like actual exercise, to get things going. But it also helps me write uh, for our content for us, and it, ma- it helps me want to write, too. Mm-hmm. So there's, other, there's these things that will help you do that. But, yeah, if you have lightning in a bottle and you don't have a lot of shit going on, like you, nothing's like majorly pressing, ride that wave, yeah, all, all day. If you like uh, Eric's got his paintings in here, I'm sure that is one of those things where you know you're feeling it, or you're, even if you're not feeling it, you get into it, and then you find that after ten minutes you're in the mode. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the painting, dude. That's when I can really feel the flow. Like I'll just feel like a buzzing, like an electricity through my eyeballs, where it feels like, man, I don't even feel like I'm sitting inside myself right now. It's like I'm watching me do it. You do it without thinking, sort of stuff, you know. And it's like. Just let yourself mess up a little bit, sort of thing. Stop worrying about the outcome and just let it go. Te- I, and technically, on the video, I I would just do a fat cut in that boring way first, right? Yeah. The boring one, act one, two, three. To get them feelings going and to get it. Get it going. Uh, you're gonna yeah. have to. You're gonna have to catalog all the shit anyway, right? So just do a just do a basic bitch cut, and then you can. It'll help you. It will help you kind of go. Oh, you know what? This would be cool because we have this shot over here, right? But you always have that backup one, two, three. I like that idea, dude. I really do. What Starting on it a little bit, you know, and just not even having pressure on that. This is going to be call, my. This call is it vanilla. This is just a whatever. This is not the final product. I'm just going to start it. I like that because if you can, as a comedian, can can write jokes when you're not feeling funny, or a painter can paint when you're not feeling like painting. You know, then yeah, you just got like you're saying, you just got to start it. Just start for ten minutes and and start doing it. And you, <clears throat> when you really start looking at successful people in the creative world, they create, they do these kind of things. And I, I honestly think discipline and routine w- makes you more creative if you if you can figure out how to get like, okay, w- instead of the four to six a.m. Because I'm the same way. I used to think that too. Like I'm a night owl. I'm so much better, you know, at night just because I'm not a morning guy. It was me, like, kind of justifying me staying up. Yeah, don't give yourself preconditions to creativity. You know, just, yeah. uh, like, it can happen at any time. For I'm, when I'm driving, of course, that's when I'm most creative, you know, when I can't write it down or whatever, you know, that sort of thing. But, like, don't defeat yourself before you start. Because I know that's something that can happen for you where it's just like, man, I can't even get going. It's like, 
an idea I was thinking, what if you just start every video out as a sizzle reel? This is a boom, 30 seconds of my best stuff. And then you build around that sort of thing or like whatever kind of mm-hmm. mental sort of trick that you need so to get going. Just something to get going. Right. Sometimes I'll write, I'll write with the title first and then I'll write everything out from there. Or sometimes, or how you usually are supposed to write stuff is, you know, write it out, then title it. it you got to figure out what works for you, and it, it might be different every time, but you need to kind of figure out how to, like, uh, create these processes to not get overwhelmed. It'll be unique in the end, because you, you, you can think about it this way. It'll be unique because you know you're going to be hard on yourself to make it different, right? But... In order to get the job part of it done, the you know the not so fun, the actual work work, create that vanilla, vanilla style of video. You o- then you always have that in case you can't think of something creative, right? Dude, I, I'm I'm honestly gonna do that because the way that I do my edits kind of right now is I start from the beginning. I don't move. I will not go any further unless that first part feels perfect. You know what I mean? Like, because what's the point? What's the point of me moving forward if this part's not perfect yet? So, yeah, just laying out, you know, just kind of laying it out smooth, like having a, a big rough draft of it first and then kind of going into it could help me. Look, we've, um, we've even we've created time limits for like us coding stuff. That's not super creative, but problem solving your way to the answer can be in a way. And so, like, Hey, let's not. We had we both had a problem with that, and we'd spend hours looking at one thing where it's just like, all right, forty five minutes, figure it out, yeah. or you don't, and then let's. What's the contingency plan? Chances are you're going to be thinking of it the same exact way that w- at the end of the forty five minutes than you did at the, the start. You know, like you can spend forty five minutes on something, but people get inside their own heads so much where it's like, well, this is the way I'm deciding that this problem is going to be solved, and it doesn't do it, and then you come back to it, yeah, and you're a lot better off. I'm almost thinking about like like you're building a house like you don't cut corners because by the time you get to the end of it it's going to be all messed up. So and, and this but is something the, the house has to have the foundation. It's an if this then that. You don't need to do that kind of that kind of logic to edit. You can yeah, jump around. Yeah, a it doesn't. Bit. You can fly the helicopter with a roof on it and let it levitate over top of the. And this house is something that I sh- we sh- we should point out because it is unique. Is that I I'm doing all the editing and, and most of the stuff by myself. You know, I don't have even a second eye to look at it and be like, hey, what if that's a little weird or what? So I'm relying on everything that I'm doing to look at it myself and pick out. Right. And now you're putting so much pressure on yourself because you haven't thought about trying to get that second eye. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever that is, if, if it's one of us and you're in here more and we take a look at something for 10 minutes. Yeah. That or I mean, if it's an, if it's literally like you do a virtual uh uh, you you hire someone virtually to look at stuff. Yeah, uh, it's an option. Yeah, Eric knows. Like when I would show people videos or show him like my videos, I literally would just be like watching the person. Like I sure. I love watching my videos. But no, that's good with though. people that's fine. because I can literally feel the awkward pauses or like when something's weird or awkward, I can feel it. And I don't feel it when I'm by myself sometimes, you know. But when I'm standing over somebody's shoulder and they're watching and I'm I'm watching it kind of like they are. I can feel it, and it's so much. It helps so much better. I rely on just getting a fresh eye. I'll walk away for twenty minutes or a day, right. and then come back and look at it, and I'm like, "What was I thinking there?" Like that's so that so that's good. And maybe while you're doing that, you're proactively trying to work on creative stuff. Like I think doing other creative things, exercises, drawing, writing, 
stuff like that can can help the other things. But I, I think you need to have some kind of routine, honestly, to help you uh, be to get on track to get the side tasks done, right? So you have the work in the business, and then you have all the other hours that aren't the work, which is usually about 80%. We were talking about this yesterday. Most service businesses break down to, the way I see it, break down to this. You have time spent in business development and marketing. You have uh, client services or customer service. You have project management and administrative time. And then you have the actual work. And the actual work sometimes is like 5%. Because you're doing all these other things. You've already, you've already gotten good here. And these other things are sucking up all your time. Um, now, it's that thing of like, if you want to get to that next, you need to always like put it in a week, uh, week reminder. I'm going to spend 10 minutes and go, all right, how can I get better on the, not the technical side of shooting, not that work side. You should do that too, but it sounds like you already do it. So in a way, mm -hmm. um, but time is your biggest, the biggest thing you're going to have to figure out. The reason I'm telling you to do act one, two, and three is eventually you're going to get to a point where you're going to be doing so much that you're, you're going to disappoint. And I've been there, and mm -hmm. it's not great. And it feels like shit because you do feel, I do feel uh, something with the work I'm doing because I feel like clients, we're, we're part of their business. That's how I feel about it uh, when they hire us. So you're going to get maxed out. Or what if you got in a car accident? What's going to happen? You know, mm -hmm. you break your hands, you can't. You can't use the oh keyboard. Oh shit! I didn't even think about that. <laughs> well, you should get you Start should get Aflax insurance. Uh, yeah, supplemental insurance. supplemental insurance. You don't need health insurance for this. I think uh, supplemental insurance. It's a little bit a month, but if you break your if you do stuff with your hands, uh, that's what it's for. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Jeez. Hand insurance. Now. Yeah, mm. because uh, this is my salon industry stuff. So that's they used to offer that um, because if stylist breaks their hands, they can't work. So you need to think ahead of those things, too, on the business side um, and go, okay, I feel like – and you don't have to – I say track your time. See where you're wasting a lot of it. I know that's a hard – it's a hard discipline to keep doing. I, I mess up sometimes with that. But once I started keeping, all right, my home life, work life, how much am I spending doing X, Y, and Z? And I'm like, I'm doing shitty work at night when I'm trying to push myself. If I just got up like Eric did at 4.30 in the morning. It's 4 for the 50th time, but whatever. I think you're a Navy SEAL, so I go 4.30. <laughs> but 4 o'clock. I'm up half an hour before them fucking pussy SEALs. Tell Jocko Wilnick. Take no. a picture of your phone and tweet it at him. So scary. I would, uh, like, that is actually kind of the best thing for creative in a weird way. Dude, I don't think I'll ever get up you that early. You just though. see you just already sold yourself out. <laughs> I mean, dude, you, I'm going to have thing. to like completely here's go a, around. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm just going to stay up. How's it working now? No, right? like so I've been doing that for like a year, staying up late or like and it's not working. It doesn't work. Right. So I figured it out on my own. Right. But and I'm are you ready to go you, back you, to being a regular person? Are you practicing what you 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 know is wrong, right? That's the self-destructive part of being a creative person. We have we all have that. I'm trying to think about back to when we were like in high school and college, like after summer break, how did you get yourself back into that sleeping cycle? You're a fucking lazy college kid. Like <laughs> college. No, yeah, well, you had to go back to school after no, summer. I, so you're, how do you're I? You're looking back and you're looking down. I say look at Damn Jocko Willness. Everything of the world. I do 
He's looking back and down. You could do all this stuff. You just you you build up these little barriers. For I'm yourself. talking shit to you to talk shit to myself too. So don't think I have yeah. this like a hundred percent like locked down and I'm I'm Mr. Discipline. I, yeah. I, I say a lot of this stuff to yeah. remind nope. me. I understand. You know, just because I get up at four doesn't mean I don't have many problems other where other places in my life. You know, just, but like that thing I've kind of got figured out. You so know, you know what I miss is. Is sunrises in the morning time. Like morning's fucking beautiful. Yeah. Fucking beautiful. It's meant to be looked at. Yeah. yeah. Pink and you skies, could go, beauty. And if you had your uh you could shoot something, get stock photo, stock video, and make some money just on the side, something you're doing. No, anyway. I'm over it, dude. I'm done with the, the night owl thing because it doesn't work. I've tried it now. Um I, it was so funny the other day I woke up, I was mad that I had to get up so early. Like, I literally opened my eyes, I was like, this is bullshit. I might have said it out loud. Sure. Five minutes later, I was walking outside, and I'm like, this is beautiful. Like, yeah, immediately right. my mood changed. There's circadian just from being rhythms outside. and shit. Like, there, everybody I know that's super successful gets up earlier than, uh, I think the majority of them get up earlier than almost everybody else. You almost sure. have to train your body ahead of your mind. Like, when my alarm is going off, my feet, I feel the, the cold of my feet hitting the floor before I even realize what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, I'm popped up and out of bed That's crazy, dude. before my brain starts. Put the phone alarm across the room about yeah. as far away as you can get it. Because yeah. then once you get up, you're like, all right, now I just got to roll into the next room and just keep going. Right. Don't sit down. Dude, the smell of coffee perks me up. But the problem is... Just don't sit down. Just keep walking. Program a coffee machine in your room <laughs> if you have to. <laughs> before I even said that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But you're. I think this is this is really good because you're, you're finding... Your, I, I, I'm calling you out on it, and I'm doing it in a yell talky way. People but love to call me out on shit. I just, uh, I just ooze this, this you, persona. You of, asked for help. Uh, and no, I do. Yeah. And, but I, but honestly, like I take everything very seriously, you know. And yeah, I want to. I'm just like everybody else that just trying to better it's myself. It's not calling out. We're trying to help. Yeah, and yeah, now, I know. And, I know. You, and you have this video as almost a legacy reminder if you wanted to look at it and go, okay, look how fat did, I was. What, what did I do? <laughs> What did I take out of this kind of thing? Well, look how skinny I was. I think self-reflection is something <laughs> sad. Self-reflection something I've gotten away from because uh, I haven't created time for it. Hmm. So when I when I do, it's a lot better because then I can go, okay, uh, you know, I shouldn't talk over Eric as much on the podcast. I feel like I've been doing that a lot. Uh, you know, I need to kind of not uh, do this at home. You know, that the whole thing about the the what is it the un the unanalyzed life is not worth living or something like that. Um, You do need to create time to kind of hone yourself Mm -hmm. and just seriously, like it's not selfish. It's actually, it's actually makes you less self. It makes you selfless because the more you work on yourself, the more time you have available for other people in a weird way. Yeah. Thinking about you guys helps. Like, (laughs) I mean, honestly, I mean, all you had to do was drop some loads, but I mean, you guys got some responsibilities. You got loads. two kids. You Drop some loads. <laughs> that was oh. the nicest way I could have said <laughs> it. I, I didn't want to. Nice. You had kids. Yeah. You have two. You know. You have you have beautiful children. Well, that and that's such a that's such a a mind blowing responsibility. It, I, um, it makes me stronger knowing that you guys are out there doing it. Right, and that's why it's <laughs> those like, guys can fucking do it. It's hard to create that urgency. I'm not going to say it's easy, but it is that thing of like once you have the kid, you go, oh shit, I can't be fucking around anymore like i gotta gotta get my shit together right i can't blame 
other people for my back pain. I got to take care of it. Yeah, just give it time too. They'll start start calling you out for stuff on their own. And the other thing, <laughs> once the other they get old enough, the other Avery thing that's asked me about my belly pretty much like every other time. <laughs> See, the <laughs> audience doesn't know who Avery is. That's my daughter. daughter. <laughs> that's my daughter. All right. So, one other thing before I forget is surround yourself by people doing shit. Right. It seems like you're by yourself working a lot. Yeah. Come in this. You have a key. I'll give you a key. Come in this office. It, it's good to be in this environment. Even if we're not here, there's other entrepreneurial people up in this building. It does sponge around you. Uh, you know, I think that's really valuable. I keep a, um, I keep a membership to a kosher uh, office place in town because I like going over there and just being around a lot of people doing their own thing. It, it does have this weird kind of vibe to it that makes you want to do more or you start you just talk with people you've never talked with before. Mm-hmm. So I think if you hold yourself up editing in the middle of the night, that part of that is you're not surrounding yourself with other people that could influence you in a good way. Plus it can affect your routine. Having a routine of getting up, going down to the office, boom, this is my time to do this. This is my sure. creative time. I love the idea of just being able to be like, hey, look at this guys. Does this look stupid to you? What do you think about this? Yeah, no, and it's We're that would be do it. fucking yeah. awesome. No, yeah. like that's that. that's what this place is supposed to be is the entrepreneurial kind of hub. I want people to be able to come in and out and kind of work who are what we consider preferred partners and all that. Um, but yeah, I, I was thinking it was, we're about an hour anyway. How do we? What do we title this? I think. How to. How to beat down John Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, just uh, you know. Any, uh, some it, I, I small business people's problems, man. Small problems. You know? Yeah, breaking small down barriers. Big people, small problems. <laughs> <laughs> How do big people small problems? <laughs> I I think the other part too. Uh, I meant to get to this, uh, and we'll do it again. But break down every stage of the process for a client, right? The reason you might not be closing as much, and I'm saying this to you and I'm trying to extrapolate for the audience, the reason you might, you're probably not closing at a higher rate is because you're not, you're not targeting the right leads, right? You might get leads out of referrals and go, hey, hey, I'm not even doing anything, stuff's coming in. But you may find that those are shit leads after a while. Sure, and I've, I've kind of felt really good about myself like up to this point about basically being all referral based. Like all my business is just people that have seen my work or they know somebody and I've been able to stay pretty dang busy doing that. But you're absolutely right. It's like, I want to be hitting, I want to be finding the the right people, not wasting all my time. So I'm going to do this real quick. So it, so you have a funnel and this is going to be hard to kind of, I'm going to try to illustrate this with my words, but I would say you have a marketing plan, right? That's at the top of the beer bong. That's where the foam is, right? Um, Just call it a bong. It's easier. Uh, I mean, a f- beer funnel, though. Okay. Yeah. Beer funnel. My brain goes bong. Beer beer funnel. Uh, and so I used to call them beer bongs, I guess. Uh, there you go. So at the foam, there's the marketing strategy. So part of that is, yeah, you're going to get referrals, but those come to you. What can you go do? You should join a networking group like BNI. You should uh, uh, talk to other videographers, maybe other... Uh, film production companies because you never know surround find those referral partners pr companies always need video um what are lifestyle related businesses that you might be able to kind of reciprocate some love to you know there's wedding coordinators and stuff try to meet up with them how can we help each other those kind of things um 
mar- so you have this marketing plan where you're going to do like 10, 20 different tactics to get that audience you want. It will suck at first, right? Because 20 different marketing tactics? Yeah. Whew. You could do it. Start with one. Okay. we got to come yeah. up with you 20 over- today. You're overwhelmed like by the number. I just threw like four out there that are really easy. Um, yeah. Right? If you want to do – this is if you want to be a good business – like part of the process part is for you to be scalable, to are grow. billboards on that list? Like on Billboards? <laughs> <laughs> I want a billboard on the interstate. Oh. <laughs> I'll come up you. with something okay. funny. Uh, look, <clears throat> now you're cold. Now you need to go. Who's my audience? And then you you do the marketing tactics around that, right? After that, now the the the, the funnel, the beer funnel, it's getting to your gullet at ninety percent and not twenty five percent close rate, right? But we're not done, right? So you you closed on them here. That's the that's in your uh, that's in your gullet. Now it's going down your esophagus, and this is the work. Burning. Part one, two, three, pre-production, uh, production, post. In post, we're gonna we're gonna break that out to act one, two, and three, right? And, and compartmentalize that because your post is your most time-consuming. Mm-hmm. After that, now how do you how do you turn this client or customer into a better influencer for you? Hey, can you review me mm-hmm. um, once you're done? Can you, after that, you send them an email. Hey, uh, if you can send this out, um, if you're happy with it, here's tell them 20% off You know the or next one. straight cash, homie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Referral bonus. Right. Or a $50 gift card, sure. whatever. Just, you know, if you refer a friend, boom. Then you're going to write something about it on your site, and it that is going to be creative and from the heart and what you wanted to do that made it different. That's where you can talk about that. Mm. Then you use that piece of content and it goes back to this audience you're targeting. Mm-hmm. So now you just created content on something you're doing already and it goes back and it goes into the whole message. Yeah, you know what I do? I started doing and I can actually do this with like my, my commercial businesses too is posting anniversary posts. You know, every time like their year anniversary or whatever comes yeah. around and be like, yeah, you know, this was a year ago. We did this. Look, check it out. Tag them. But that's just one post. You know one what we've time been year, doing? Send a handwritten thank you. Yeah. That goes so it goes so far. With I can't all talk. of that Well, you'd be happy to know the commercials we're doing this month with Formex. They're a repeating customer. We did videos for them last year. Mm-hmm. So, you know. That's good. Yeah. Now you need to pimp yourself out because otherwise we only know about it and no one else does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. To other people in the industry. Hey, look, I did these guys. You do a little something. Different. And we suck shit at this, this exit part. So, don't get me wrong. We need to do case studies on everything. We uh, we somehow will one day, but it's just when it's done, it's so easy to be like, oh, it's done. Right. Get and move out of on. My face, like not worry about it. Like I can't even try and squeeze these people anymore. But it's not squeezing them. You know, the project's not done until you have everything exited out. And part of that, what's that exit process? It's even as small as writing a thank you letter and having these like four little things. All right, write, it, write a little blog post about it, push it out there, uh, email them, you know, have like five things to do after they get the video. Yep. That's how, and then then get their emails, send an email blast once a month, be top of mind. Yeah. Well, for you, like, I think it could be pretty easy to come up with these checklists, whatever, to go through the process of start to finish with a writing. For us, we've struggled a lot because we don't even know. There's so much that we're trying to do that 
we can't quantify it. There's branches of arms coming off of the, the pie chart, and it's less complicated. But for you, I think it can be fairly straightforward, building in some creative time, whatever, that it'll really help you mentally to like yeah. just be able to f- see everything. And, and to that part, we, we were saying that a lot, too. And now we've been going like, okay, simplify it. We're, we're trying to write this thing about how badass we are. Let's just write something. Mm-hmm. And I use Dragon Dictate. And I just try to dictate stuff. Uh, now, I need to calibrate it because it doesn't get my mumble yet. <laughs> uh, or I need to take speech classes, which I think is coming up soon. Um, but, you know, it, it's utilizing Good time. speech class. The way you said it just now made it seem like you had a stroke or something. And now you have to go to speech class. It's, it's voluntary, <laughs> basically. I literally <laughs> had a seizure trying to say the word seizure yesterday or with the other day with, with Eric seizure. What was it? Maybe we were driving home from seizure. John J. Mary's podcast. Epilepsy. Oh yeah. I don't <laughs> Epipepsy. I kept going. Just couldn't kept stop going. talking. And then, about I went, it. then I had an epileptic. Uh, there we go. Uh, Try uh, it again. Epileptic. This is a good exit exiting from the exit talk. All right. Uh, thanks, y'all, for listening. Hope this helps. We'll do better next time. How much do I owe you guys? It, it helped me. I don't. We're one eighty six fifty an hour. All right. So that's our rate for reels. Uh, if anybody needs one dollar, yeah. Tampaniac Pictures. Yeah, yeah. Tampaniac dot com. My uh, my Check company out. is Tampaniac Pictures. I know it's a little hard to pronounce and spell, but it's Tampa with an N I A C at the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're you're available for more than just weddings. Uh, yeah, we do small commercial, small business stuff. You know, um, shit. If you're the most affordable production company in Tampa, and most hands on. And shit, if you're out there, I film sketches with with these guys. Uh, funny is the best advertising. It gets the most shares. Sure. Uh, I think we're we're gonna play that up in the future. I think so. Um, comedy Show. might actually make us some money in business. So, yeah. uh, thank y'all for listening. Subscribe, rate, review, and uh, we'll see you later. Thanks for the help, guys. Later. <laughs>